Welcome to the Blast Me on the Sabbath podcast. My name is Sean, and the podcast is hosted by me and my good friend Demon God. This show covers all activities in metal over the last few weeks, especially around the DC metro area. We are both passionate fans of metal who frequent concerts regularly. Enjoy the show. Current albums. So, Matt, start us off with some of the albums you have been listening to. Wow. Since our last Blast Me on the Sabbath, we had the new Midnight and the new Annihilator album. So Ballistic, Sadistic, and Rebirth by Blasphemy have been at the top of my list. Very good thrash metal albums. I also went back in time a little bit, and I missed Kama's new album last year, Palo, so that one's pretty fun. And then I checked out West End by 69 Eyes because they have a show coming up in like 10 days with Wednesday 13. So I'm going to go see that one in Richmond. I think it's the Canal Club. That should be a fun one. That's the show that we should have gotten at Jack's. Um, like, March 3rd or 5th of 2007, 6? That's unfortunate. Yes, it's a terrible misfortune. But anyway, yeah, it's Rebirth by Blasphemy. So we've got, uh, those are the four albums that have been at the top of my list. And then, um, you know, just my punky little kung fu fighting songs make my mix CDs. But yes, those are my four, and they are all very, very, very good, I must say. So first off, I can think of two albums. First, Death Angel, Humanicide. I mean, Death Angel has had solid riffs for years, and I think that their song structures are always spectacular. I think that Mark's voice is really good on this one, and the tunes are very catchy. I was actually surprised that I enjoyed the new Sepultura Quadra album. It seems they are going in more of a prog direction, which I was not expecting from that band. I think that Derek Green's vocals actually work with the music. I think at first there was some bit of a problem with getting his style to fit with the thrashy sound of Sepultura, but this one is very enjoyable, and I think you should check it out. I know both of us were excited for the new Midnight. Matt, what did you think of it overall? Well, it was my first Midnight album, and I, I thought it was just, it was a delight. I mean, that's just a solid thrash metal album. Sounded kind of old school, but it was, whatever that means. But it was brand new, and just, I don't like using the word catchy for metal too much, but to me, it was just catchy as shit. Still blasting that. I still think Rebirth by Blasphemy is a contender for one of our segment songs. And, um, yeah, paired nicely with the new Annihilator, you know, um... I love my thrash metal, so two solid thrash albums, and I got to learn a little bit more about Annihilator. I never gave them the proper chance, despite meeting, um, there was this roadie dude, or not roadie dude, but friend of Foo Fighters guy I ran into, he said he was anyway, and Best Buy, like, 15 years ago, told me to listen to Stormtroopers of Death, so I got that album that day. And Great recommendation. Hey, yeah, I'm so happy I just, you know, listened to that, because it kind of part of the foundation for my today. But, um, so he also recommended Annihilator. He's like, well, I know you know this one. And I never actually got the chance to check them out until recently because of their new album. So apparently they are, like, the big four in Canada, kind of like we have the big three down here, you know, Slayer, Megadeth, and Anthrax. Um, so I guess I'm going to start looking into some more Canadian thrash, the Voivod and such, and expand my horizons. I see you exclude Metallica. Tricky. So, going back to the Midnight album, I thought that they have a very good uh, basis on the style of Venom and Motorhead. Those are probably their two main influences. They definitely have that kind of thrashy, kind of early 
prototype of black metal type sound. The riffs are great, and the pace was punishing throughout the entire album. So yeah, I mean, Midnight, <clears throat> apparently, they did a show at Atlas Brewworks with Devil Master. I wish I was into Midnight and Devil Master about a year earlier, because that sounds sick. Even if you can't breathe in there, which kind of reminds me of the pie shop. Also, we'll, we'll get to that conversation later. I remember it sold out. Indeed. But anyway, the Midnight, um, so they're going to be on the Metal and Beer Fest tour, and I think they have a show in March somewhere. That's cool. That's someone's side project. Um, yeah, I mean, they just got that Ueda kind of looking uh, feel. The album cover itself was quite interesting. For anyone that didn't see it, it's, it's people and, and uh, a giant pentagram, kind of spell-looking circle with the main guy sitting there, you know, in a platoon pose looking up with his the hooded back. Yeah, a lot of bands are doing the hooded look right now. It's, um, that's cool. That's cool. It's like a black metal look for a thrash, but maybe like a foresty kind of adventure. And Annihilator, to get back to that, I Am Warfare reminds us that you can use machine guns as instruments and make it catchy. I don't know if they had a chance to be, I don't know if they're touring or what their deal is, but we will find out. And then, of course, I don't know how I forgot, but my favorite band, Lamb of God, had Checkmate come out. It kind of gives me an Ashes of the Wakey feel. I'm glad they didn't tamper with the sound too much, since we got two-thirds of the Band, or two fifths of the band gone. It's already a fragile situation, but, but they're pulling it off. And then we got that Sonic Youth cover from Napalm Death. Did yeah, I'm not really me? familiar with Sonic Youth as much. It, 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 yeah, we got a. We, it just didn't sound quite like a Napalm Death song at first. I thought we were listening to a different band. So that explains that. And let's see. So the Death Angel. Can you compare that to old Death Angel? Is it pretty much the good old Death Angel? Um, I mean, I kind of like their modern sound. I think the production is a lot better on that album. And the riffs are catchier, as I said before. I just, honestly, I'm giving my first impressions because I've only heard it a couple times so far. I'm sure when I dig into that record, I'll probably get a lot more out of it. Cool. Upcoming concerts. Last weekend, I went to a show at Atlas Brewworks in D.C., which is a very good brewery that I recommend. I saw first Nuclear Tomb, which is a solid raw thrash band based around Baltimore. They played very energetic music, and everybody had a good time. They even got a mosh pit going for the opening band, which is quite an accomplishment. Next up was Traitor. They are a thrash speed metal band local to the Northern Virginia area. Their sound was fast, raw, and aggressive, and they also got a good crowd reaction. After that, I was stoked because I finally got a chance to see Tomb Warden, which is really good grind death metal. They were nasty, raw, chaotic, and punishing, and the crowd went completely wild for them. Finally, I saw the headliner Humongous, which has an 80s thrash type style. It was riffy, catchy, and loud. And also, I had a good chat with them after their set, and they're a good group of guys. Overall, it was a good night, and I saw a lot of people I knew. I'm glad everybody had a good time, and can't wait for the next one. So, should we talk about the Grind show we went to? Well, I guess to, to cap off the albums, we are on the final two-week countdown to Ordinary Man by Ozzy Osbourne, which is, I mean, the whole world's stoked for that. They have, like, tattoo release parties. Did you see that? No, I did not see that. It, there's a flyer for it. It looks like a poster for a tour. They just got, they're doing, like, tattoo specials in, like, I don't know, like, 50 cities and just jamming out the album when it goes out. So, so we are on the countdown to that, and we'll see which other albums we have coming out. But really, 
really. I mean, this last catching up on the last three months of 2019 and just the albums that actually came out in the last month, it has been quite a treat. Actually, a lot of really good new heavy metal has been out. Well, I know Silos is coming out. That's one of the ones I'm looking forward to. So we both attended a crazy grindcore show at the DC Pie Shop last weekend, and we also went to the Machine Head show the night before. So it was quite a weekend for the both of us. Yes, and we were going to do the podcast the day after, but after after those two shows, we, we did not have it in us to do the podcast the day after, but we, we tried. We did our darndest. Anyway. So yeah, Machine Head, I, that was the first time I ever saw them, and I thought they put on a great show. I think the live experience was very great, and the crowd seemed very cathartic, and everybody was having a good time, either crowd surfing or singing along, or just raising their fists in the air. With the DC Pie Shop show, that was just a sonic assault from the start. I mean, I was glad I was wearing earplugs because I did not have my ears ringing the next day, which was very fortunate. I wanted to say that Ground, Bandit, Needle, and Nomos played a great show, and the pit went wild the entire time. Plus, the pies there are delicious. I need to try those pies. They look good. They have like a barbecue pie. Not that we're endorsed by them, but that was my first time being there for a show, and I somehow let it sell out on me. Like an idiot, but as you like to talk about the heavy metal community, salt of the earth, yep, someone helped me out. Just, um, quick face value deal, and luckily I got into that cool show. I really like that, that poster they made for it. Just rag on all the, um, but anyway, Capital Wasteland. It was a pretty sweet show. It was, it reminded me of Alice Brewworks in the sense that it's definitely super hot and not originally built for that, but, I mean, it depends the band, too. I mean, it's a band putting out that much energy. The fans, you know, just just a lot of motion going on in there, so. I thought the staff did a good job keeping the crowd safe, but not trying to limit their ability to express themselves during the bands. I thought that there was a good energy there in the pit, and that people respected each other for the most part. Well, I was just dehydrated, but, I mean, it's, it's a very fun kind of place. I had not been there before. Like I said, the staff was really cool. Um, I like the outdoor patio area, but, you know, the concert is what we were there for. And that was a really, just to see that kind of a grind show with that pure adrenaline and energy, just bringing it to the top floor of a pie shop of all places. And I recommend people check out all four of those albums. Needle, Ground, Bandit, and No Moss put out great records this year. Or, sorry, last year. I am still expanding my, my knowledge of their other discographies, but I, that live energy at the show is pretty intense. And Machine Head, what a merry, festive kind of a feel. You know, I forgot how much I actually like Machine Head. Not saying negative stuff, but it, Rob Flynn did a good job bringing it all together and got like two sets, so like 32 songs. It kind of flew by at it, the end it of the did night. It kind of fly by. It was, it was a nice one. <clears throat> um, lots of picks. And yeah, just between those two shows, that was a really solid, solid heavy metal weekend for Yeah, us. I think I was a little sleep deprived at the end of the weekend. Was that the Super Bowl weekend? Yeah, the Super Bowl was actually the next day, so and that made it even crazier. Yesterday. <laughs> Uh, yeah, DC has a winning team, even if it's in a league that has just yes, started. we finally have a winning team, the XFL, the most metal of all the sports. I'll, I'll watch it someday. Still re- oh, well, now talking about XFL. I just still remember seeing XFL on a shirt in Spencer's like 15 years ago, and I was like, oh, that's funny, extra F and large. Like, yeah, I think it was 2001, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Oh, we don't need to get too nitpicky on our date, but um, those two shows were pretty sweet, and I suppose, yeah, my next show is 69 Eyes, Wednesday 13. Much different than Bandit and ground and no moss what is your next show february march seems like a plethora of shows are coming our way comma i wish uh i could say they were they are not 2018 was that album 
So that last show was May of this past year at Soundstage. They finally got around. That was amazing. I was in attendance at that one as well. And then, yep, on the other side of Finland, we got that Goth and Roll 69ers show coming up. So March is pretty stacked. Um, Speaking of March, I'm going to go to Atlas Brewworks to see Morpheus Descends, Bloodspore, and Perpetuated. I have heard from several people that that is a can't-miss show, so I'm looking forward to it. Don't pause it. My head almost went to the summer tours, you know, because we got that Mayhem Fest that's coming back announcement. Hope it's Megadeth, Lamb of God, those arena tours. Just slipped in, smashed in pockets Oh, boy. On that. Also, Psycho Las Vegas. i got to get my ticket for that. That's going to be a banger. I got my ticket. We're all going to die again. Well. Uh, to quote Randy Blythe the Bonnaroo because he's messing with the hippies, the nice hippies. Um, so March has a lot of shows coming up. I guess so we what do we got, to, Matt? Well, what do we got indeed? We got Ohm on March 2nd. Of course, one of the masterminds behind Sleep. I love my stoner metal. I mean, sludge metal. And then we got the day after that. I mean, Toxic Holocaust. The closest show we got is Cafe 611. Oh, boy. That's during the week. I don't know if I can do that one. But I mean, you know, they were on my top 10. I, we'll see if we can make that happen. Um, Overkill is the 13th of March. Saturday is Kill Switch Engage. They, oh, I also want to make one more announcement. Um, the same night as Overkill, also there's a St. Thrashtics Day hosted by Critter Chris, known as Cowman, and my friend Annie. I think that's also a good thrash show that a lot of people should check out in Baltimore. So either way, you have a good option as far as good shows to go to that weekend. Uh, anyway, Devin Townsend, yes, Salt of the Earth. Devin Townsend, Pro, for sure. Devin Townsend Project is March 16th. I hope that show doesn't go with I hope, um, I, I hope that doesn't go until, like, 2 a.m. again. There was some ice that popped in our Jameson IPA No sponsorship, cast. Matt. Um, anyway. Let's go back to the so music. So when you don't freeze your ice long enough and you rush it, there's air pockets, and they make this popping sound, and that's what causes unprofessional outbursts in the middle of your critique, highly educated critique. So anyway, I am very excited for the March 18th show. I'm going down to Harrison Turd with my older mates from Radford, and we're going to see Devil Master and Windhands. Windhands' singer's voice is amazing. I saw them with sleep. It's delicious. I can't think of too many bands I'm raving about these days more than Windhand, Devil Master. Um, I mean, I'm listening to a lot of the Midnight. And what is that? March 24th, Midnight and Savage Master at the Metro Gallery. That teeny place, that fun place. Um, they took, I think they took the seafood bar away from across the street. That is close to the Model Lyric Theater where the King Diamond, Uncle Ass, and the Debbie show was November 18th. And that's also by the Depot as well. So that's all in that little area, which is a little further away from, you know, your uh, Ramshead Live soundstage area. So Sorry, this is stuff related to Baltimore. So if you yeah, live elsewhere, a lot. if you live elsewhere, where just ignore it. Well, absorb it. You're getting the information. And, yep. Then Midnight will be back for the Midland Beer Fest in April. A lot of shows in May. I just got my ticket for the Minas Boys Black Dolly Murder Testament show. You just showed me a New Testament song. Oh, yeah. Night of the Witch. I thought that the riffs were very catchy, (laughs) and I thought the vocals, interestingly enough, not done by Chuck Billy, but I think the guitarist actually does the vocals, and I thought they were very well done. And I think it will become a classic this so, year. On a scale of one to checkmate, what would we rate it? Oh, um. I just want to say checkmate. A few I'd more say seven point five. That implies checkmate's a ten. That's not my official critique. Seven point five. 
Yeah, 7.5 sounds about right to me. It was pretty solid. I liked it. Um, yeah, Maryland Death Fest in May, the Aussie Tour. Also, you got Brutal, is, brutal um, Assault in the Czech Republic, which is one that I'm thinking about every year, but I haven't made it to it yet. There's way too many festivals for me to choose between this year, and it's going to be a very tough choice. Indeed. I haven't made it to Brutal Assault either. So what's up with these Blue Oyster Cult tickets reselling for like $200 on the second hand? Scalpers suck. I do not buy secondhand tickets because I do not support people overcharging for events that fans would love to attend. The BOC. They, um, yeah, it's a drag. They're not doing Days of Darkness anymore. They were headlining the last night of that. And yeah, I saw, I saw the BOC at, I won't say that too many times, checkmate. I saw them at the State Theater right by where you live and it wasn't a sold out show and it was very reasonably, it wasn't hard. I I don't know how they, is this the Birchmere they're playing now? Or where are they playing this time? That seated no, the State Theater show was a very good show. I was happy to finally see them because I'm glad they played The Red and the Black and OD'd on Life Itself and some of my other favorite songs from BOC. I admit I need to go back and revisit the entire catalog because they, they have a lot of quality albums sweet. that I need to check out. And they will be part of Psycho Las Vegas 2020. This oh boy, year. so many choices. Spiritcon at the gates. It, the list goes on even through the flames. Yeah, and then, um, oh man. What is it? Pig Destroyer. Merciful Fate. Ooh. Danzig. Oh man, it's going to be a winner. It's going a to be crazy. Singer. And also, with the nice weather out there, it is definitely a contender for a festival I need to attend. And let's see. So, Mayhem Fest. Megadeth Lamb of God. Is that the rumor? Yeah, I hope they announce more of the lineup. I hope Mustaine kind of has a problem with black metal. So, I hope he kind of eases up on that and that we are able to see behemoth and other bands like that i kind of like that style but i also hope that they have a varied kind of lineup because i think the problem with the last fest is it was kind of a little too radio rock and people were turned away with that sort of style slayer and king diamond um that year i think was better i think there were some years where the lineup was so so if people attended, I'm they glad you enjoyed it. With, yeah, Disturbed Slipknot, which you were talking about? Uh, 2008. I actually didn't go, because usually I have to work that weekend or that week. And that's what we tuned into here. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sometimes responsibilities get the best mm-hmm. of you. Yes, but not on the blasphemy on the Sabbath. No, not to be dicky. Um, yeah, those man tests were fun. That was my first time recalling seeing Machine Head to tie the Machine Head back. I feel like they were the one where someone passed out on stage, but I may be mixing up my bands. Remember Airborne was there that year, that was after the blackening um that was definitely cool to hear halo again well matt i gotta i'm actually a little older than you so i actually remember hf festival the one time Ooh. i went in 2003 i wanted to see it that year at corn put out um take a look in the mirror what's wrong with me i went the year after where it was incubus tenacious d nothing face and I forget who else was on that lineup. That sounds delicious. We should do a trivia. Cheers, Ian. Okay, so we're kind of rambling about shows from the past. Anyways, well, let's get back to it. <laughs> Welcome to Blasphemy on the Sabbath. All right, so <laughs> one of the things I want to talk about is... Rammstein's tour. Yes, that'll be a Open good event, even though... Eh, FedEx Field is kind of a dump 
honestly, but I think that that show will make it worth it. It's funny because I actually talked to family friends who are going with their kids to that event, so there should be a huge age range at that show. So you're the one that thinks three years is a lot older than me, so I'm going to run with that. Um, so what was Guns N' Roses like back when they first came out? Did you see them back in the early days? Are you going to see this uh, $300 Is show? that really what the show at Nats Park is going to be? The only, you know, for general admission pit. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have a hard rule to not spend that much on shows. For well, parking is fifty dollars too. Fifty dollars. Uh, well, so Nats Park is actually city. close to <laughs> Metro, so parking. it probably will be easier to get there by Metro. I also like the South Park reference with the tree fitty and the Loch Ness monster. Excellent. Well, we are Radio Integrity, so let's see. Keeping oh, it hard. We got I mean, Yoshi's kind of like Tally. Um, so if anyone, as long as we're rambling, if anyone did not see, um, you know, the season finale of South Park, do yourself a favor and do that. Um, so yeah, let's see. I was about to mention the Aussie show, but obviously we'll see what happens with that um not doing death segments but Ozzy's my thoughts um and that new album's in like two weeks the first three songs were out off it I've been like playing the crap out of them yeah I don't want to say too much about the deaths but I was definitely hit by the Reed Mullins from COC he was a huge influence so I wanted to talk about him did we mention Neil Peart before okay yeah obviously he was another big loss to the community Alright, enough about deaths. Mm-hmm. What kind of positive stuff do we have going All right, on? Alright, next song. Alright, yes, and for anybody that somehow stumbled across this podcast that does not know what's going on with Ozzy, yes, Parkinson's death. That sounded very misleading. Going back and listening into that, 